You're listening to Dermy Diet, a podcast all about helping you achieve that healthy, glowing skin you've always dreamed of. Join your host and nutrition expert, Jacqueline Eicholt, as she describes how making simple changes in your diet and lifestyle can not only give you a healthier skin, but the self-esteem and confidence you deserve. And now, it's time to shine with your host, Jackie. another podcast episode. My name is Jackie and today I have a really special guest here. Her name is Rachel and she is a hormone and health coach and she's helping other women to live in synchronization with their own cycle and she's also helping women to balance hormones naturally, which is so interesting and so important in my in my opinion. And yeah, I would say, let's say hello to Rachel. And Rachel, thank you so much for being here. And also thank you so, so much for sharing your knowledge with us. And if you don't mind, just tell us a little bit about you. Sure. So as Jackie said, I'm a certified health coach. I'm also a certified hormone coach and fertility awareness educator. I'm currently just starting my business, which revolves around helping women to heal and tune into their bodies, naturally balance their hormones and live in sync with their cycle. Um, after dealing with my own hormonal struggles, acne being one of them, I decided to make it my mission to help other women to heal their hormonal imbalances. Um, I just know how lonely of a road it can be. So I just felt really called to make this my mission and start my business. That's so amazing. I really would have needed you when I was 16 years old because I knew nothing about hormones or healing or balancing them naturally. So it's so good that you're here and that you're other that you're helping other women. Um, so I do have already a first question. And um, the question is, What are the biggest mistakes people make when they stop taking the birth control pill? Because I really struggled um, with acne and also with my mental health when I stopped taking the birth control pill. And I didn't take care about balancing my hormones naturally. So what do you think are the biggest mistakes people make when they stop taking the birth control pill? Well, I would say the biggest mistake is when women will just cold turkey get off the pill when they've been on it for so many years. Um, a lot of women experience what's called post-birth control syndrome. So that is symptoms that were either suppressed with the birth control pill or added side effects the pill created and your body is just now waking up to. Um, birth control essentially will shut down the conversation between your ovaries and brain so it takes time to reestablish that connection. So in my program, I require women to follow a protocol of supplements and small dietary and lifestyle tweaks to prepare their body to get off the pill. So overall, I think I would say the biggest mistake is to not focus on healing internally first to prepare your body to get off. Yeah. So You know what happened to me when I stopped taking them besides getting acne? I also developed some kind of 
um, noise in my ear. It's I think it's they call it the tinnitus, and um, no doctor was able to help me. And then at one day, I was like, "Ah, oh, maybe I should." check out the side effects from taking the birth control pill. And then I, I was reading that um, a tinnitus is one of the side effects. And I, I started getting it um, like, I would say three months before I stopped taking the birth control pill and then it got worse and then it got better. So now I'm fine, but it's crazy what the birth control pill or also when you stop taking the birth control pill, what, this is doing to your hormones. It's crazy. And yeah, that's the reason why it's even more important to have um, coaches like you because we need you. <laughs> yeah. And it's not even just your hormones. There's so many side effects of the pill. I mean, hair loss, digestive problems, irregular periods, of course, you know, hormone imbalance, low libido. I can go on and on about all the potential side effects. It seems like you're very familiar with them. Um, but yeah, I like to say that birth control is a false cure of acne (laughs) because, um, at the root of it, it doesn't address the root. The pill just disrupts your microbiome and creates deeper imbalances. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just really happy and glad about stopping taking it. Um, so right now I do have, uh, for example, a meal plan for people who are struggling with, um, hormonal acne. Uh, I do have a little bit of knowledge about, uh, food and what is, um, what food is doing to our hormones, uh, because I'm a nutritionist, but you're an expert in this field. So, um, question number two is, how to eat cycle friendly, especially cycle friendly as a woman, and uh, how can this affect our skin? Yeah, so I am a huge, huge fan of cycle syncing. I think it is such a powerful way to balance your hormones and therefore help clear your skin. Um, each month, our hormones fluctuate up and down. So, for example, during the ovulatory phase of our cycle, we have higher estrogens. So, it's important to eat certain foods at that time to help flush out our excess estrogen. Uh, during our follicular phase, we have lower estrogens. So, we can focus on phytoestrogens, which um, an example of that would be flax seeds. Uh, it's also an important time to eat probiotic rich foods during this time. Then in our luteal phase, we have, you know, our metabolism will speed up and that's when we usually have our hormonal cravings. So that's the time you're probably wanting chocolate or sweets and (laughs) find yourself being really hungry. Our metabolism is sped up. So it actually is extremely important for us to eat more foods during that time slow burning carbohydrates and healthy fats to help reduce those cravings. And then during our menstrual cycle, our hormone levels are at their lowest. So eating foods that are warm and higher in fat are really important. Um, It just has such a powerful effect on our hormones to eat in this way and making sure that we are doing what we can to keep our hormones in balance and flushing out that excess estrogen so we don't experience those PMS symptoms like acne. That's so interesting. I I love this topic so much. Also because I noticed that, for example, one week before I go into my ladies week, I'm so tired and I really don't have any energy left anymore. 
even though I'm I'm always I don't want to say hyperactive, but I do have energy and motivation because I do what I love. But one week before I um, will get my my ladies week, it's crazy. I'm so tired and I really I don't have any energy left. And the thing is, right now I'm always focusing on um, eating acne friendly because this is my passion and this is what I do. But in the future, we all maybe should also consider eating, uh, especially if you have skin um, problems, to eat skin and acne friendly, but also cycle friendly. So I think I should find the balance here and a lot of other people too, because you're only focusing on one thing at a time. You either want to lose weight and then you, you are focusing on that and then you eat. So you can achieve your goal or you eat skin friendly or you have, I don't know, some kind of crazy diet going on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But do you think it's um, possible to feel extremely tired um, one week before the period starts? Yeah. I mean, it is definitely, I would say normal to feel some kind of fatigue, but any extreme fatigue is not something that we are destined to experience before our period. I think mm -hmm. that a lot of women think that, oh, we're just supposed to have heavy cramps. We're supposed to be so, so fatigued that we can barely mm -hmm. get out of bed. That's, that's what women experience. Everyone has that same issue, but the truth is that that isn't, it's normal, but it's not, it's not something that you have to feel you have to experience every month. There are ways to balance your hormones and get your energies up during that time of the month so that you can still go about your day-to-day -day life. But that being said, it is normal to feel some sort of fatigue and our body does hope that we slow down during that time. And it does crave slower exercises and it's not a great time to push yourself. Um, but yeah, any extreme fatigue is not something that you have to experience. There are many ways to help, yeah. um, help so support. We don't body. have to accept it. <laughs> you don't have to accept it. Exactly. Yeah. It's so interesting what you can change. And, um, it's just in general nutrition and health well-being. It's such a huge topic. And I think a lot of people really don't know how powerful, foods and um, especially also lifestyle change can be. So yeah, um, I do have another question for you. And a lot of people always ask me, why do I have acne? And what is the root cause of acne? So in your opinion, what is one of um, the many root causes of acne? Yeah. So I think especially in America, we are so used to spot treating every issue rather than taking a holistic approach. For example, oh, yeah. it's like we have acne, what product can I put on my skin? Or, you know, you have eczema, what steroid can I put topically yeah. on top of it? And we don't think, why is this happening in the first place? What is causing this? And it's the same in Germany, by the way. Yeah. Sorry, but <laughs> They are only treating the symptoms and not the root cause, or they don't see the person as a whole. It's just, oh, you have a pimple, put this on it or take this and then you will be fine. But nope, it's not. So <laughs> Exactly. And I've experienced that firsthand too with my acne. I 
I tried everything under the sun to try to fix my back acne. Cause I had really, really bad ac- back acne for mm-hmm. a while. Um, and I ate healthy and I exercised and I thought there's no way this can be an internal issue, but turns out it was. <laughs> <laughs> so there are so many root causes of acne, which all influence your hormone health. I would say the biggest one is your gut health. The skin oh, yeah. is, yeah, it's a reflection of what's going on in the inside, like I said, and often it will point to inflammation in your gut. So making sure that we're eating probiotic rich foods, um, eliminating dairy. Dairy can often be a huge culprit for some people's skin, not everybody, but a lot of people and eating lots of omega threes to decrease inflammation. And then another one that is really big too, is our stress levels. No, you know, <laughs> decreasing our stress <laughs> is yeah. It's easier said than done, but it's important to note that cortisol is a tier one hormone. So it has a downstream effect and has a really big impact on every other hormone in our body. So if you run high stress, then hmm. most likely you're going to have some sort of hormone imbalance. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then your, your skin will tell you something and be like, Hey, <laughs> listen, yeah. to me. you're stressed. You have to take care about yourself. Totally. Yeah. Uh, I always say it's also really important to not fight against um, your acne or to fight against something because this will increase even more stress hormones like cortisol. As you just said, I always think it's important to fight for yourself and for your health Because if you change um, the focus on fighting for something, especially for your health, some issues will get solved by themselves. You know what I mean? It's, um, yeah. for example, you do have acne um, because you stress about it. But as soon as you start taking care about yourself, you will relax and, this, and you will eat healthier, of course. And then you will automatically reduce stress hormones like cortisol, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that perspective. Um, I mean, it's even like, you know, when you have an event and you're like, I can't break out, I can't break yeah. out. And then you break out. <laughs> the mind is a powerful thing. Yes. I would say um, my stress levels is usually the reason for my acne. I always know yeah. if I start breaking out that time of the month. I kind of look back earlier in the month and think what went on with, did I have a really stressful month? And Usually it's, it's tied to that. And um, now I have another question that just came into my mind. So um, it's at first, it's really good if you notice the, that you're stressed because a lot of people don't even know that they are stressed. But let's say there is one person and uh, she knows she's stressed right now. And what would your um, recommendation be to de-stress um, fast at this moment? It's like, let's say you are, you have a really important presentation um, or your weekend is full of stressful events. What can you do to um, keep the cortisol level and the hormones in, in balance? Yeah. So I think it's important for everyone to have some kind of personal toolkit whether that's going on walks or breath work or meditation or going to the gym, finding something that works for you um, and being consistent about it. That's super important too. I know for me, 
my quick de-stressing tools are to get outside. If I'm in the middle of my work day and I can tell that, you know, I'm starting to hold my breath and Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking about my to-do list. I will just right away, go outside, ground my feet in the grass, get some sunshine and it'll take me two minutes. And then I'm right back on track and I feel so much better. So that's something I do. Um, you mentioned that sounds like, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so important to have those quick little things that you can turn to. Um, you mentioned a presentation. I, I still get nervous for presentations. And I mean, even before this podcast, I was nervous. <laughs> yeah. but so what did you do? Yeah. I went outside and I did my breath work real quick. It took me three minutes and I was ready to go. <laughs> so what you do is just you inhale count to four or five or seven and then you exhale um and count to four or five because i know that um in yoga we did it sometimes that we would like just hold no no we would inhale for i think six seconds we would hold your breath for six seconds and then breathe out for six um seconds is this what what you did Yeah, I do something similar. So it's called four, seven, eight. So you breathe in for four, you hold for seven, and then you exhale for a count of eight. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I'll do that four times. And it's amazing how relaxed you can get in such a short period of time. (laughs) That sounds so amazing. But I always get even more stressed when I have to hold my breath. And I'm like, oh, I can hold it. I can hold it. I cannot hold it. Oh, no, shit. Yeah, I know. You have to find what works for you. Definitely. I have that relationship, I would say with meditation. I'm just, I sit there and I almost get more anxious sometimes. So I have to be, I have to be in the mood to meditate. (laughs) Yeah, I I gotcha. I I do meditate uh, sometimes. I I like to try it a little bit more often. My goal was to do it once a day. And what I did and what I still do is I would just sit down for five minutes and I would just stare at one point and try to just focus on my breath. But I'm not judgmental if I have thoughts about something. So I just mm-hmm. being, I'm just being aware in, in the moment. And this works for me. And what also works for me is just being in nature with my dog. Um, it helped me a lot just to go out for a walk and see what's around you. Where can our listeners find you? So they can find me on my Instagram at high on healthy. Yes. So I will put your uh, Instagram account in the show notes because I'm a hundred percent sure a lot of people will have a lot of questions right now, which is totally understandable. I would have them too. (laughs) Thank you again so, so much for being here. I think you're doing a great job. I also think your reels are amazing and so (laughs) Powerful. I mean, it's it's just such an important topic, really. And we really have to learn that we are powerful and that we can change um, root causes and issues ourselves and that we don't always need a magic pill because a lot of people are just thinking about taking a magic pill or using a magic cream and they do it for so long. But you're right. It's so important to know that the root cause is always manageable and controllable by ourselves. And we just have to have a good coach, <laughs> a guideline, a plan and strategy, right? Right. Exactly. 
I'm so happy we talked about it. Is there something else you want to add for today's podcast? Nothing I can think of right now, but I just want to thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. Yes, of course. And I'm pretty sure we will have another podcast episode in the future because this topic is just, just so huge and powerful. So let's say um, see you soon, right? See you soon. Thank you All so right. much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Dermy Diet. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And don't forget to follow Jackie on Instagram and YouTube to get all the latest skin health tips and fun recipes that your taste buds and skin will thank you for. It's never too late to feel confident, beautiful, balanced, and healthy again. Because you're worth it. We'll see you next time.